Hello, welcome back. I am Week. Uh, I don't know what my intro is. We are Weekend Movie Bros. That's what it is. I am Jacob and Zachary. Who are you? I'm Ray. Um, just a few quick announcements to get on. You know, just to, just get them out of the way right now. One, if you are listening to us, cool. Very happy for you. But also, if you want to watch us, you totally can. It is on our um, YouTube channel, Weekend Movie Bros. All you gotta do is type it in. You can find us. Go ahead and subscribe. Make sure you follow us wherever you're listening to us. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. It's not really that. We post randomly, so maybe it is necessary, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of fun content coming up this next week. Um, a lot of fun, cool videos that were – I have a few ideas, and so I'm very excited about Um But, yeah, um, this week's episode is just shit-talking. We're just going to – not, like, mean shit-talking. We're just going to talk about random stuff. Basically, what I mean, there's no like specific order to it like normal. We normally have much more like a structure, um, and we might do something fun for Golden Globes. We have still yet to figure out what we're going to do with it. So, without further ado, Zachary, go ahead and start off this chain of a conversation. So, um, I am nervous and terrified about Monday. The poster got released for Ghostbusters, which, first of all, I love the title. I love the title of the movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Has me questioning what the movie's going to be about a little bit now. Um, but uh, the poster they released is really cool. Like, it's the Ecto-1 in the middle of a cornfield going up against, like, this tornado of ghost power. It looks really cool, but I'm really nervous about it. I really, really am nervous. Because, A, I am, I am really – I love the kid to death, but I'm really tired of seeing Finn Wolfhart in these kind of movies. There he is. And, yeah. And so I kind of expect the role we're going to get out of him. Um, I'm nervous how they're going to do all the cameos with, you know, Bill Murray and everybody. Cause they were treated so well in the last one. And so <laughs> I'm nervous, but this poster is awesome. This poster is really, really cool. Like I could see this. I could see this kind of, I, this could be the kind of poster I would hang up on my wall. I really like yeah. the way those. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. But that's mainly for Ghostbusters. Um, I'm, I'm excited and nervous. I didn't realize the trailer was coming this quick. I thought the trailer would be well, maybe January. It comes out in summer, so I guess that makes sense. You know, it depends on how many trailers they're going to give us and different things like that. I don't know. I really don't like Ghostbusters. It's not a secret. They're not my favorite. Let's um, just hope Sony. Huh? Let's just hope Sony treads, the tra- treads these trailers lightly and gives us and an, an properly enunciates the film they're trying to put out, unlike with the last one. I mean, I didn't mind the 2017. Oh, I like the other one. Uh, 2016. 2016. Ghostbusters. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think it was amazing either. You know, there was definitely better ones. You know, the marshmallow one is my favorite. I don't know which one that is. The though. first one? The first one. Yeah. yeah, I just like the creatures. I think the best that goes the best in that The one. only I, – I enjoy watching the 2016 one simply because of the chemistry between the four girls. Mm-hmm. The, the, the chemistry between all four of them is just – it's just awesome. And it's my favorite Kate McKinnon role. I love her in that movie. She it, it fits her. Like, she's supposed to be zany and crazy, and it fits her. And I think that's the strongest I've seen McCarthy and Wig together in a while. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't, well, I, I agree about the, McCar- the McCarthy and Wig thing. I've I've seen a lot of Kate McKinnon movies though, and my you know you don't well, you're not. Huh? 
She's in bombshell. Can't wait for that either. Um, but which we talked about in the last podcast. You know, we talked about the exciting stuff. Go watch, go listen to that, or watch that if you guys want to. We do um, our approve or disapprove game. Sorry, don't mean to favorite promote. segment of the show. It truly is. It's like one of my favorite parts of the whole month. If I'm not lying, kind of sad we're we'll get to do it for January, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't actually think we will. We can squeeze it in during the Oscars. Or we could do it at the very end. It could be like our last segment before we go off for our December. I like that, I, I like that idea, yeah. To end it? Okay. Like I said, that's the kind of that's the kind of podcast this is today. It's just us having a conversation. But um, overall, for Ghostbusters in general, I like the cast enough to interest me. But it's also, like I said, it can be disappointing. Just because I feel like Finn Wolfhart, McKenna Grace, they're in a lot of these different types of movies and different things like that. McKenna Grace in particular is working a lot. Like she's in every Remind me, who's she? I can pull up a picture. Would I recognize her? Um, I don't know. That's why I'm gonna pull up a picture. Oh, um, okay, so you know um I spelled the name wrong. You know Captain Marvel? Yeah. She is Young Lashana Lynch? No, little she's white. Oh, um, um, Little Captain, she's she's little captain. Oh, little oh, little Brie Larson. Little Brie Larson. Yep. Okay. Well, Miss Spillman. Yeah. She's in a lot of these different type of things. I really like her as an actress. She's a really talented actress. That's what I mean. I'm just I mean it's a very oversaturated business. It seems to be. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong. The the kids in this movie are the kids, are like like grandsons or granddaughters of the original Ghostbusters, or are they just kids that find the find the Ghostbusters crap. So we have no last names for any of the children. I just got an IMVD real fast to see if, you know, anything else. But I do remember there being a rumor because I know McKenna Grace, that's why I mention her, is the lead in the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Um, see here. Let me see if I can find anything on it. Um... No, I don't see anything at the moment. So the trailer will give us our first real information about the film, about the film, probably. Yeah, there's no information, there's no names, and so I can't really, I don't want to tell you, tell people something that's not true. Not real. Yeah. That was weird. Um, what about you? What you got going on with film and things? Uh, what do I want to talk about? Well, we could talk about Mulan. I think Mulan's a very interesting discussion to be had. Because I think the trailer really was beautiful. I and cried. I'm okay with the changes. Are, Are you kidding me? I was completely fine. I like the fact that the that the Phoenix is now the Mushu. I hope it doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope it's just a guardian that's pushing her towards her destiny. And because I like that because it, it's not changing the Mushu character. It's just changing the aspect of his character. It's like he's not gonna be a comedy relief guy. He's gonna be the one that's pushing her towards becoming who she's really supposed to be in the war. And I love the fact that they brought in the Falcon from the cartoon, but it's a witch. So at his side is his is his bird, but it's also a witch. I love that aspect too. But what made me cry was their use of reflection. Oh so, God. And to be honest with you, because we had a long like we have a trailer reaction talking about you know how we feel about these characters not being in the movie and you know all this other stuff and what we think I'm completely fine now <laughs> could bring you know and I think personally I don't really know how much I enjoy. Let's we'll wait and see the wait until we see the movie 
mm-hmm. much I enjoy the songs actually being spoken, like, or I'm gonna make a man out of you and things like that. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that particular, but having it be an orchestra. So good. I hope that is, I hope that is a big part of the movie to bring the music in, but bring it in a different way. Well, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if during the training sequence, yeah. if they had an orchestral version of making a man out of you playing in the background, that would be okay with me. Really powerful moments in the movie. I think journalistically, I feel like this movie is going to be very powerful. Now there is a lot of discussion, I would say in particular over the controversies and stuff that do surround Mulan. And it's not so much the movie itself that has controversies. It's the, it's China in general and things like that. And this is a very, very expensive movie. Yes. It's $300 million to make. And that means they have to make over 400, over $800 million to break even alone. And if it is a slam dunk in China, they could probably make a billion or more just there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's not, this could be a classic failure for Disney. Yeah. And, and this could a lot of things. This could if this if this goes wrong, this could be the live action remake solo, and this could make and this can make Disney rethink their entire structure going forward with their live action remakes. I don't know why I want. I understand why Lion King's not one of them because it made a billion dollars, but they should but really. Yeah, I mean, it simply is the reason is the money, and I mean I, I wish that wasn't the case because I haven't seen Lion King. I don't ever plan on seeing Lion King. I'm not going to be like, oh, wasting well. your time. You know, I, it's not a plan of mine, but to be honest with you, you know, this doesn't seem unlike Mulan, whereas Mulan, I mean, unlike Lion the Lion King. King, it didn't seem like it needed to be made. This official announcements didn't really seem like it needed to be made, but the way they're telling it makes it seem like it needs to be, you mm-hmm. know, told. And if they would never have told me this was a Mulan movie... I'm like, cool. I still want to see this. If you would have told, if, if there if there was no English in this trailer and it was a straight Japanese film with this mythical element, I'm like, I want to go see this movie. This looks really really cool. Yeah, and I mean, so I th- I, th- I think it adds for me that it's Mulan though. Like hearing the reflection song, hearing them make those references to the songs, like um, when she says, you know, I'm gonna bring honor to us all or make a man out of you. My favorite shot of the trailer is the bad guys leaping up and climbing up the wall. He's so cool. And I'm really hoping because they don't have the music and things like that. I mean, the original Mulan movie is quite gritty for a Disney princess film. To be honest, the the, the action is quite strong. And seeing it in live action with the witch, which I was kind of nervous about, but now I'm pretty happy about it. It looks awesome. I think the witch looks really cool and things like that. I think, honestly, there's just a lot of things here. There's a lot of deeper meanings. It's very complex. And I really liked how serious they took it. Because they could have not... They Absolutely. really could have not, and it, I, and honestly, I think Disney realized that if they would have went in a more comedic aspect route with this film, I feel like they would think. I feel like they would have thought ch- they were making fun of China, and China would have took it that way. And so, I'm mean, glad they went the more <laughs> mythical realism route rather than the comedic aspect route. Like it works better in the cartoon, and it doesn't work well with this. I mean, a lot of people took a lot of offense to the different changes and stuff that they made to Mulan, but I don't think a lot of people really looked at the bigger picture here, and that is the original Mulan was made for America. I mean, it didn't, it had a few Spanish, um, Chinese, you know, actors, voice actors in it, but not many. No, this is an entire Chinese cast. They have to be very, it's a lot like Shang-Chi with Marvel. They have to be careful. 
that's a very interesting discussion right there. Shang-Chi in general, if this doesn't do well, then it, there's a very good chance Shang-Chi might not do well. Do well. Because if because if China can't get behind one of their Chinese-influenced films, God forbid they won't even go to the second one. So, I, yeah, I just, I don't know, with all the controversy and stuff that surround it, and I know a lot of people on, mostly on Twitter, and Twitter can either be a really big talk, there's a lot of discussion and stuff, and there's nothing, like, there's no payout towards it, or it can be a really big, you know, payout towards the big discussion, but a really big discussion was that there's a lot of people who are not supporting it because of different things that have been said by the actors who are in this movie, and, you know, that is a choice that they have made, and we'll see if it actually does end up injuring the box office results entirely. I mean, we never know. I mean, look at the car Captain Marvel stuff. I didn't find any offense with anything Captain Marvel, but it I think it really did help fuel that box office to a billion dollars though. Cause a lot of people are like, no, we don't support this shit. You know, we're gonna go see it. Yeah. And we're gonna see how bad it is. And then they realized it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. So it's interesting, to say the least. I but I, I absolutely love the trailer. I absolutely oh, love yeah. the trailer. The trailer is gorgeous. By far for end of the year trailers, it's my well, between that and the one I want to talk about next, I'm bound back and forth. I'm so happy about Bond again. 007 looks so good. I love the feel of the trailer. And I like the fact that I like the fact that the film is not shying away, even though Spectre was bad, they're not shying away from, from that storyline in Spectre with, with with Blofeld. To see him in the trailer, I was like, that's awesome movie. Don't shy away from what was bad. Embrace it. Make it good. And I liked his presence there. But Lashana Lynch as a badass double O agent is awesome i loved her line get in my way and i'll shoot you in the knee the good one so very interesting that you really like this line i and, love this line and uh, it's really interesting because it did bring kind of an uproar throughout the trailer the trailer is very mixed because it was sean lynch in particular she's receiving quite the backlash for it because they believe she is too harsh to the bond that they love which is really interesting. What, what what I liked about it though was that she's she she she's she's giving him crap for being old. Like he shouldn't really be, you know, doing this anymore. She's the more like she's the younger one. She's more of she, she's more in prone. She knows what she's doing, and I love that. It's a good back and forth between the two of them. I think people were just taking this line way out of context. I think once we actually watch the movie, I think hearing them go back and forth, and. If this is this is Daniel's last movie, and I can tell he's having fun with this one. He was not having fun with Spectre. I can tell he's having fun with this one. But Rami Malik, holy crap. He looks terrifying. And I loved Bond's line to him. You know, it never ends well with people who want to play God. And that and that turn of the face, oh. And then the machine gun car. <laughs> I, I I loved it. I'm so I'm excited to be excited for a Bond film again. I haven't liked I haven't liked anything for Bond except for Skyfall, which was almost God almost a dec almost half a decade ago. And 
I'm really excited about this one. This looks like a lot. It just looks like a lot of fun. The movies. It looks like a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it. What so, do you think? My personal opinion towards Bond, generally, is that I don't like Bond. I cannot say of all these movies you're mentioning, Skyfall, Spectre, no, Casino Royale, or whatever. I've not seen one of them. Truly. Never have seen a Bond movie. I think I've seen a few of the original like Bond movies, but it never interests me enough to be like, oh, I want to go see that in theaters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this trailer was intriguing enough that I was like, I kind of want to see you in theaters, which I feel like is a feat in itself. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I really like Rami Malek. I like um, Lashana Lynch. I think she's a really great actress. And also I like Anne in Arms. And she was badass in this trailer. That kick that she did, oh. And so I really, really like the cast. And I think the cast is truly helping me move forward, you know, with this property. Do I think it's going to be my favorite movie of next year? No, I don't I don't think it's there. Maybe it'll be in my top 10. I don't know. But with my – I go see, I try to go see a movie every Tuesday. There's no way I'm going to miss out on Bond. You know what I mean? Yeah. This trailer just really helped me decide, okay, I truly am not, you know, going to miss out on Bond, basically is what I mean. I don't love it, but I also I found a lot of enjoyment. I think it's gonna be a great popcorn book, even if I'm there. It's got to, you intrigued. Got me intrigued. Not to rewatch any of the other ones. But. It, it, it had your curiosity, but now it has your attention. Exactly. The cast great had my curiosity, but the trailer grabbed my attention to the point where I was like, this is beautiful. You know, that was one of the biggest things is that how clean it was. You know, how polished and things. I really, really liked personally so overall yeah i you know who directed it right huh you know who directed it carrie fukunaga the director of episode two mandalorian which um which by the way i don't know if you've watched it yet or not and we won't talk about it um dave filoyan directed this one again the guy directed the pilot and unfortunately like the pilot you can definitely feel his directing chops. That's yeah. all I'll say. Well, I will. Um, we see. We're gonna watch it tomorrow. We had a move movie night till tomorrow. So, either way. Um, so that's no time to die, James Bond. I think it. I love the I, title. Very good. Very good. Very polished. Very cute. Um, do you want to get? Do you want to get to Brazil? Brazil. Brazil Comic Con and talk about the stuff that's been dropping. Oh, okay. So I really have no idea. I can Google it though. I'm not entirely sure. Are you not uh, seeing any of the posters? I saw Birds of Prey posters. Is that what you're talking about? Birds of Prey posters? Yeah. Okay, we can talk about the Birds of Prey posters. That's they're fun. gorgeous. They're absolutely gorgeous. It gets me nowhere excited for the movie, but they're gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and we talked about this in length before. Of how you don't really need to be truly excited for this. This movie wasn't, you know, just like we were talking about Black Widow. This movie it's has a very, not for me. very particular audience that it's trying to aim for. And I think it's doing a great job aiming for that particular I completely audience. agree. But you know what pisses me off about these posters, though? They are this stylistic. Put you McGregor in the mask. So I do think they're hiding him in the mask for the movie. Um... So I pulled up the first one, Mara Robbie's. So don't, I do, they like, don't they look like Grand Theft Auto posters? They do. They give me Grand Theft Auto vibes. I completely agree. Um, 
Some things, by the way, just a few announcements that did get dropped. I do have a list of them. Um, I want you talk about the poster. Which one do you want to talk about so I can go to it? So anybody um, wants to see it. So we have, really that one. My eye. we have this one. We have this one. This one. This one. This one. This one. This one. That one? Okay. Yes. This is the best look we got of Huntress so far. And I have to say, I really don't like it. I so really don't like I really don't like the costume at all. Um she is wearing a purple and black uniform. We we know another bow guy that wears purple and black. And signature colors though. Yeah, so is Hawkeye. And honestly, she was the most she was my most exciting cast announcement for the movie. From her one smidget scene in the trailer, she does not look like she's having fun at all in the movie. And it bothers me because I love I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. This could this should be her type of film. This feels like a Scott Pilgrim versus the world-esque movie. And so I feel like she should be having fun with it, but she doesn't look like she's having fun at all, and it bothers me a lot. Sorry, um, you're fine. Looking, I'm looking. So one of the biggest things that came out of this, a few different things kind of were mentioned. So I'm going to go to the character that we're going to talk about here. So Black Canary, um, one of the bigger things that people were wondering if she's going to have the Canary cry. Mm -hmm. because there was rumors that she wasn't. There's also rumors that she was, you know, it was back and forth. Well, in the supposed trailer that they showed that we will get to see in January, she does use it. Like, we actually get to see her use it. So it's not just confirmed, but there's actual footage of her using it. Then also, at um, Paris Comic Con, what also got announced was they showed the first five minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. directly I heard about that. To the audience. The first five minutes, by the way, you could count this as a spoiler. I personally don't. I know too much about this movie or what this movie was supposed to be to not really get triggered by any spoilers for Birds of Prey, which sucks because I want to enjoy the movie. I still think I'm going to, but you know what I mean? Um, but it's up to you, you know, anybody who's listening, if they want to cut out or go forward, that's fine. Just skip to when we don't look at Birds of Prey posters, you know, basically in the video. Um what the five minutes is, is her leaving Jay's house, her getting kicked out of Jay's house when they break up, and then her going to find a new apartment and her being mopey and things like that. Her drinking a lot, that type of thing. That's all it is. That's the first five minutes of the movie. Wow. They didn't really what, show any. What, 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 what a good first five minutes to show your audience. I kind of wish, if that's the case, I kind of wish they would have shown them in like an extended action sequence from like the middle of the movie or something. That's really not going to get anybody excited watching her move oh. around after getting kicked out of Jay's house. Well, I got, I got, I got some other news that I just learned. Uh, Did you know this? Hmm. So speaking of Jay, he's back. What do you mean? Leto is he's in the he's in the movie. He is in the movie. That was when that was confirmed at. Paris Comic Con. He'll be in the film for five minutes. Um, 
is looking like he is just going to be in flashbacks, possibly replayed footage from Suicide Squad or something like that. Something out of those lines, maybe footage we've never seen before. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, there has been rumors that that's, you know, possible. Um, he was rumored to be in it, his standalone, you know, his lookalike from the, from the still shots and stuff that we saw from Harley and things like that. You know, I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, overall, I really like the posters. I'm super duper excited for this movie. I know you are. It is one of my more anticipated films. It's not my most anticipated film. No, Zachary, do you want to talk about one of my most anticipated films of the year? Actually? Oh, what? Wonder Woman 1984? No, we can't talk about that yet since there's no big announcement. We can talk about Cheetah. Do you want to talk about Cheetah? Well, we'll get to her. What's your number one most anticipated movie of the year next year? One of my most anticipated movies. Hold on. I'll, I'll pull it up for you in case you didn't realize. Um, it also had a trailer drop this week. Earlier this week. So, can you guess it yet, Zachary? No. Really? Truly? Yeah. You disappoint me. As <laughs> oh, Black Widow. Sorry. <laughs> You understand why you're disappointed now? Yeah, now I do. Yep. Okay. So, Black Widow dropped the trailer, and I do have a trailer reaction to this. It is quite, I mean, perfect, to be honest with you, except for the Aspio range. I'm very sorry for everybody. I didn't realize that it conjoined to my one video, not my other one. Don't worry. That won't happen again. I promise. But either way, I still really enjoy the trailer. You can still watch the video. It's not unwatchable or anything like that. And I thought it was amazing. I'm very, very excited for this. Zachary had some mixed opinions, and so he said he has some new ones, and I'm curious to see what those are. So, I, I, I am going to treat this film like we talked about. I feel like I'm going to enjoy this more if I think of it as a two-part, two-hour miniseries on Disney Plus that I get to go experience in the theater. Okay. And when I think about it in that aspect. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, I, I don't want this to be underlined. I'm very happy that Scarlett Johansson is finally getting her solo movie. That is not my problem. My problem with the movie is the fact that they are going backwards. The MCU has only done this twice and it was for reason. This I one, really the second one was for a great reason. Captain Marvel, huh? Captain Marvel oh, was the second it's gone one. Back in time three times, not twice. What times. was the third one? Ant Man and the Wasp. I don't count that. It did. I counted. It. it was a horrible movie. We have to count it. It was no, we agree on that one. But Captain America, the first Avenger, and Captain yeah. Marvel, those made sense of why they went back. This one, I just it's hard for me to see us go backwards before Infinity War, before all that happened, because I ultimately still loved her character even after that happened. Whatever, whatever happens here, I still love her character even after that happens. But what I'm hoping this will do now is, is add another emotional beat to when I go back and watch Infinity War and Endgame again. It'll add more to it. And this, and this might also explain why she has the blonde in her hair now in an endgame. Like, it represents her sister, which I think would be really cool. Um, but her sister is what I'm looking forward to the most in this movie. I want to see how well they establish her, if she'll show up again in, in any other future MCU 
property, I would not be shocked at all with how close they are together. If if if, if 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 her sister survives, if she shows up in in the Falcon Winter Soldier, I would not be shocked at all. How is there yeah. not one picture of Florence Pugh in here except for her for promotional stuff? Seriously, not one movie image, really. I mean, it's 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 fine, Jake. I know. I'm just looking while you talk. But, but um. Do you agree with me, though, with how close they are together? It wouldn't shock me if her sister survives, if she would show oh. up in the Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay, well, I, I, that's who he's talking about. I'm just going to pull up a, the Comic-Con image. It's fine. Not that big of a deal. Um, I completely agree. Um, I still do think that there's a very good chance here that the reason why they brought in Elena, who is who she's playing, um, she's a very famous Black Widow in the comics, like in the standalone comics and stuff. She's very famous, so it makes a lot of sense. But I really do hope that means she's taking over the mantle, and that's what basically this movie is, is passing on the mantle. And, and get so us ready for her. It's like a prelude. So it's like not an origin story, but it is an origin story, just not for our Black Widow. We get a final call of being like, this is what you guys wanted. We gave yeah. you what you wanted. We also get to give you guys something beautiful in return as well. Something new, you know, that we can look forward to in later films because I'm sure she'll pop up. You know what I mean? Because they have to have another one. They're recruiting. Now, here is my, now, here's my big thing with this movie. Mm -hmm. The big thing with this film. The most controversial thing of Avengers Endgame was Black Widow's funeral situation. I want to I wanna bring this up. If during the film at all, like they like do like a flash forward and let's say someone's talking to Clint and, and Clint is asked, why didn't, why didn't, why didn't Nat not get a funeral after the aftermath of Endgame? And he explains that it was Nat, that, that it was, that it was in Nat's character to not have an overblown funeral. And he says that the six of them had a funeral all their own that they wanted Which to keep. Them. Would have been would, just fine. way. To just end the whole funeral thing and let it be done. Here's the thing. That would have been fine. But we should have saw it. They should have made the time for us to see it. But what if we that's did? That's the biggest deal. Not but that what, we didn't have one. It's That's the biggest deal. See, that that's my biggest thing with this funeral thing. That's my biggest thing. All six main Avengers were together on that. Or were on together know, on that. Count. Talking about her, though. It doesn't really count. It did for me. I got my closure right there with the six of them. Of, for a lot of lot of people, it did not. And that's what I'm trying to explain is that there was no actual like they had a moment before the big final you know final battle, you know, talking about her because they had to. They had to discuss what happened, you know, yes. in the second act. And that was the, you know, but both Captain America and event and, and Iron Man both had send-offs type of thing. And she never truly got one. Yes, they did talk about her. I'm not saying that. And when remember what I told you, there's a whole three-hour video talking about us reviewing Avengers Endgame. I was perfectly fine with it, and so I started really thinking about it. And then, as a character, as a love, you know, for Black Widow, that's when I started getting a little. I'm not like as mad as some people on the internet. It's it's real bad. It's and bad. But I'm not that mad. But I do like the idea of because she didn't get a send off, you know. Iron Man had that big moment that truly made sense to the character. Her arc in Avengers Endgame made, made sense to her character. 
to her character, but we never got like a true like what but, happened. But, but but that but that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. If 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 they have her send off moment during her during her solo film, like say like say her sister shows up like in the flash forward and Clint's there and Tony and Cap. Let's say for some unknown reason they they decide to wait and add it to Black Widow and they do the funeral there, like well, everybody's together. Yeah, it would end the but conversation. The, but would it though? Because then people would be mad and asking why it wasn't in Endgame, and then we would realize it was because they didn't want to reveal her sister showing up at the funeral. Well, also there's that, you know, and then you know it could just simply be the fact that it didn't make sense in Endgame. You know, they in which I really do think it probably would not have made sense in Endgame just because of how they structured Endgame personally, and so I think it would make more sense here. And if it is true, and they're truly setting up another Black Widow to come in and take the mantle, then it's a perfect send-off of saying goodbye to one and hello to a new to one. To another. So I think it would work much better as like the ending of a third act. Because I, I genuinely feel bad for the Russo brothers. They did such a good job with that film, but all anybody can ever talk about when it comes to Endgame now is the funeral scene. And I'm like, I get it. Everybody's upset at the fact that not getting her funeral. She's getting her movie or possibly getting her you know, send-off during her film. Can we just let it go? And we will. Almost almost a year. Well, and, and to be honest with you, it will be a little over a year before people truly know any answers. Now, it is I want I do want to preference this is that I wasn't really sure if this should have summer movie, beginning of summer blockbuster movie. Quality. I don't think it should have. And I after seeing the trailer, I think the action is strong enough to maybe withstand it. We'll have to wait and see. Obviously, this is just a teaser, but I do think if they believe that it's going to be as, as big as it should be, or as everybody I'm, as I'm hoping it to be, it could come out in April. They're known to push it back. I, I'm saying this right now. They push it to April 25th. It's a very big chance. They've done it many times before this. It would not be the first film. But yeah, overall, um, I'm they happy. Just dominate, Marvel dominates in April. Why, 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 why change it? I am happy, however, that you are – Enjoying that you're you figured out a way to be able to enjoy the movie. Yes, I am. And so am I. I'm I'm really happy I'm able to find a way to enjoy the film because when I look at it like in that way, like it's a two part mini series for Black Widow to, to to get her sister ready, then I'm more excited about it. I'm just yeah. I hope I hope this is the last time the MCU goes backwards. I'm I, I, I'm I'm ready to just forward, just keep going forward. That's all I want. I, I don't feel like it is going to be the last time. They have several other origin stories they have to go through, and I'm sure we're going to have to go backwards in time for some part of that movie to explain certain things. I know we're going to have to go backwards in Shang Chi. I know that. I know that we're going into it. I was more talking about bigger pictures, such as like X Men and things like that. No, 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 no. You do not need an origin for the X Men. Just say they showed up. I don't want yeah, an origin. I don't really think that Tuck Kevin Feige is going to do this. Just personally, just just saying personally, and also if we're doing Fantastic Four family, we kind of need to have an explanation of what. Even though we know, like us as a viewer knows, you know, they still have to play it dumb into the cards. And so, like maybe Act One will be like, "This is what happened," and it's just like a very big montage, which I think is gonna be horrible. But it's if it's Peyton Reed, then I'm sure it'll be just fine. Sorry, not sorry. So. Okay, so something else we can talk about before we move on to Crisis, because I know you do want to mention some things about Crisis, which is perfectly fine. We can totally talk about Crisis on Infinite Earth. I can pull up the poster and everything. It's very pretty. They did a very good job with it. But the boys, the boys 
Okay. Can we talk about the boys? We can talk about it. All right. I do want to preference this though beforehand is that this spoilers will have, out the wazoo. <laughs> this will probably has spoilers. So um, Zach is going to start talking about it. Um, but I'm going to pull up a, pic- a poster of the boys of some sort of version of it, first season, second season, whatever it is. That way, somebody who has not seen the first season, go watch it if you can. Highly recommend. Oh I, I, by far one of my favorite TV shows of the year. It's it's uh, it goes Mandalorian then the boys for me. Far from Mandalorian, but you know it's good. It's good. It a- after five episodes, it solidifies as my favorite t- as my as my favorite TV show of the year. So. Okay. All right. So when the boys poster disappears, spoilers will stop. That's how I'm doing. I did not like the trailer. Oh, very interesting. Tell me. I more. did not like the trailer at all. The teaser? It was a teaser. Yes. It was a teaser. It, it was a teaser. It was completely a teaser. I did not like it at all. For the simple fact that there was no dialogue at all in the trailer, it was a bunch of montages. And um, I think we are too far out to have gotten something. Honestly, I would I would have waited till either January or February to release something. Well, I, I that's the way I would say I don't see this is hard. TV shows are harder, I think, than yes. movies in general on when to start promoting. Um, personally, there's a lot of people who've been campaigning to see something from season two, so that's partially the reason why I did find it quite funny because the trailer did leak after it got you know it leaked directly after the panel. Which is just hilarious, but it's really showing how that's really showing how amazing and how many people actually did pay attention to this when it aired on Amazon, which is great. I'm very happy about that. But um, I don't know if I'm I don't know if they would have if it would not have leaked. I don't think, I don't they, think they would have released it. Yeah, I don't think they would have shown it yet. But it this did felt more how to make it public. This felt more like a Comic Con, like, like 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 an exclusive trailer for them and not for us. Because the best shots in Trio Trailer is when is when he is when Homelander is coming down from the sky. He's covered him. It, it, it looks like either black blood or just just regular blood. And that just face, incredible. The rest of the trailer, though, was like, "Yep, that's the boys." I'm excited, but I'm not and ready I mean, to see. It. Truly, what this is, it is just announcing. Hey, if you didn't know already, we have a season two. It's coming. We're coming, and we're coming you know. strong. <laughs> What, which is um, what how do you TV show does? How do you feel about Starlight not having her traditional costume anymore? I don't know how I feel about it. Found it very interesting, to be honest. Because she was really against that costume the entire season, and now all of a sudden she's wearing it. So I'm very curious to see the reasons why. Um, I'm also curious to see if there is any type of jump period in this, as I am... they are officially going off a of comic. This is the season that they are officially moving away from it. They changed the ending of the comics to the TV show. And so it is new territory. And so that can be very nerve wracking. Um, the last season really tried to push you know, some limits. And we were told that they were told to stop at a certain point. And so I do wonder, because it was such a big thing for Amazon, if the creator got more freedom and what that would mean. As I, have, well. I have whole faith in the creator of this show for season two. Faith, but I'm also nervous. Yes. Um, I'm curious to see why, why Billy and uh, what's his face are hanging out together again. Cause it felt like after the last, after the last time they saw each other, it was done. We're actually still talking about spoilers. 
I didn't think about that. <laughs> and um, but no, the, the entire cast looks awesome. I like the fact that he has the the uh, what's Aqua guy's name? I can't tell you. It's been a while since I've seen the show, but I like the fact that the, 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 but, but I like the fact like his hair's still shaved and all that. And I hope we get more of him this season because he was my favorite character of season one. I, I think he had to feel like. I do, I do feel like he will have more screen time. And it looks like we're going to get the repercussions of the fight between the Speedster and Starlight because we saw him in the hospital bed, so we know something happened with that. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I really, really am. Homelander is one of my favorite villains of the year, so I'm, I'm really excited to see him again. I'm very curious to see the world without him, um, without Shu's character. I know. I want to know what the world is like without that. Who is in charge? And can they have the control over Homelander? You know, well, he was drinking the mother's milk. Oh, I know. That was real weird. It was creepy as all get out. It's a meme now. But was that her milk, do you think? Or that was yeah. Oh, yeah. That is so, so her milk. So do you think that's like a supply of it or something? That's that's weird. I'm sure it was in her office. I'm sure. What happened to her kid? Oh, it died, Zachary. That kid's dead. We don't know that yet. We don't know if exactly. Homelander killed it or not. Exactly. exactly. What, what, what if Homelander took it to raise it as his own? What, what if he made it into a super baby? Zachary, that kid is the whole reason why she died. It's dead. I know we don't want to think he's a baby killer, but he's a baby killer. No, he's a baby killer. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold out hope here. I really am. No that, that kid blew up in that house. There's um, no hope there. It's safe to say it's going to be a rewatch of this before season two starts. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was amazing. And I watched it's, it so fast. I mean, there's moments I still remember because I, I cried a lot. I'm definitely – I, I, I want to go back and not watch it as fast as I did, take my time with it, really enjoy it. Because I, I love the show. But like you yeah. said, I remembering characters' names and some things from the show. But we I watched like it so quickly that it was hard to remember. I feel like once we get a release date, like an actual release date, other than just saying summer, yeah, um, then I might watch it weekly. Like pick a day and be like, "That's the boys' day." Then watch all the episodes weekly, leading up to the premiere, and then binge. I like that idea. Season that's a good idea. All right, well, that's the boys. Um, we're gonna move on to Crisis on Infinite Earth. I want to mention very quickly right here is that I'm not excited for this whatsoever. Also, want to mention very quickly right here that I didn't watch anything preparing for this except some a few smaller clubs with Kate Makara, and that's it. And, um, yeah, go forward. <laughs> so, I told you I was going to do this. I have been, I have been keeping up entirely for the past three months with every single show, all of them. I know the entire story arcs leading up to this point. I know what's happened in their mid-season finales for each show. I am all caught up. So, Jacob doesn't get this, but us nerds do. When Kevin Conroy shows up on screen and you hear him talk as Bruce Wayne and you can mentally see him animated, you want to cry on the inside. I didn't cry on the inside, folks. I cried on the outside. It was the most seeing him, now now, now it's confirmed, that he is the kingdom come Batman the one that is at odds with Brandon Routh Superman that does not like the fact that everybody has to fight. He doesn't want to do it. He retired. He was done. He just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. And hearing him talk to Kate about becoming a, Oh my fucking poster to talk to visual. <laughs> it just, 
And then, but my favorite thing about the trailer was seeing the parallel heroes of like the dualities. So we saw Batwoman with Batman. We saw Flash with Flash. We saw three Supermen. And they all look so good. Seeing Tom Welling made me want to well up. No pun intended. It, I don't know how they did it. But I was so nervous about seeing any of these people. Because like, it's not going to feel organic. It's, it's going to feel weird. But seeing our, our current Superman with Tom Welling talking about Crisis. I was like, this makes sense. I feel like they were setting this up since the beginning. Like they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I'm like, they sure were planning they it. They were planning very far ahead. Um, but the biggest news that came out of, of Brazilian Comic-Con was Greg Guggenheim was there, the creator of the Arrowverse, and said, we have seven more surprise cameos we have not told anyone about. I am saying it right now. If it is not true, I am sorry. Michael Keaton is going to be in this because his universe is referenced. There is already an actor from the film in the movie. Selena is referenced that, that she married Bruce. I'm not saying he's going to be in it, but I'm saying his presence will be known within this there. I think that um, uh, she was the president in Supergirl for a season. Uh, Luke Carter. I think she's going to show up as Wonder Woman. In there because we, we, we have no Wonder Woman represented in this in this crossover at all. I think it'd be awesome to bring her back as Wonder Woman just to reference her. I think it'd be awesome. Um, I think they're hiding the Lex from Smallville saying that he's not going to be in the crossover. I really that. don't think he is because a lot of controversy. That's what I'm saying. People love doing this whole fake controversy thing and it not being real. Spider Man did it great. And I think they're hiding it really, really well. I think he's going to show up in the Smallville stuff. Um, but the big one, I think they're hiding this one to a T because if they do, if this one gets released, they are screwed. Christopher Reeve is in this somewhere. They are hiding him in some way or capacity, either by D, either by CGI or something. Christopher Reeve is in here. And when you see Christopher Reeve, Tom Welling. Brandon Routh and Tyler Hecklin, possibly. I'm gonna cry. All four together on screen. I'm sorry, Marvel. I really am. DC did something you could never do. And to put this in perspective, just to put this in perspective, this is on television, not in the theater. TV. Yeah, that's a really good point here. So I think this is a good point. I don't think they have the viewership for it. Personally, I didn't think they had a viewership for this. So maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but I do try to keep up to date with the viewership for CW because they spend so much money on it. So, so much money on it. Is it worth it? It's a questionable choice, but it's fine. It's keeping the company running. Um, do you think this should have been a movie? No. No. You like it being on television? Yes. As a crossover event. Yes, because it makes me feel like a DC TV viewer. I've earned it. Okay. Not whereas, 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 whereas if this was a movie, all the cameos would have felt shoot in. It would have made sense. Whereas with this, 
Guggenheim has been behind the entire thing. He he was a producer on Smallville. He worked on Birds of Prey when it was on, on, on WB. He knows the ins and outs. He understands where they would make sense. Whereas in the film, it'd be an overlord of WB looking over at the director going, we want this cameo, this cameo, this cameo, this cameo, this cameo. This cameo. Yeah, no, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. Sorry, you mistook me. You misunderstood, okay? No. Not like that. Not like a movie that DC promoted and they produced and they put like a huge budget behind it. I'm talking about like they put Game of Thrones, the premiere of Game of Thrones in theaters. Do you think it would have been cool to see Crisis on Infinite Earth, the whole thing, all five parts, together, back, together in a movie theater? Do you think it would sell? Do you think yes. it would be worth it? Yes. If there, if there were, if there were, I guarantee you, if this does well for them, I would not be shocked if CW tries to do that sometime next year. It is super duper expensive to put anything in the theater, so I highly doubt it. But I was just curious. Do you think I feel like because of how much conversation there's been out for this particular crossover in general, that I wonder if it was with it would have been worth it even looking into it. Maybe they did look into it and it just didn't work out. Also, I guarantee you I don't probably did. At least for the first two parts, for, for, for December's part, two parts, I guarantee they probably looked into it. This is this yeah. is the biggest thing CW's ever done. I, I think they would have guaranteed them to try. But and I understand why I understand why I wouldn't have taken the risk because it's expensive. It's yeah, it's super expensive. And but what they've done is never gonna happen again on TV. It's never gonna happen again. So that's my 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 next question has nothing to do about it because you know I'm not really someone who's like like I said jumping to watch this. I'm pretty sure I'll probably watch this one just because of how big it is. I can't. I'm buying it. I'm missing it. Oh, you're buying it. I am buying every episode involving Crisis. Yes. Okay. Probably the net then you know watch it. Maybe it'll be like a fun reaction. Ooh, should we watch Crisis without knowing any context? <laughs> that could be fun. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, actually, yes. I would so watch your reaction to this. <laughs> okay, well, that's probably what's gonna happen then, guys. Moving forward, though, um, do you are you okay with there being such a big split? There are several weeks here where you're gonna be left on a cliffhanger. Completely fine. Completely fine. Wanna know why? Because the book has a two-month cliffhanger when the book came out for Crisis, and I guarantee you, it's gonna end like the book did for the two for the two-month hiatus with a certain someone holding a certain someone in his arms. So, curious is she the second episode without giving any spoilers? Uh, yes. Uh, a certain bats the first one and the second one Supergirl. Wow, Zachary, I, I was doing so out. good too. Okay, well, we're just gonna move on forward from there. No, 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 no. She's not the. She's not the. No, it goes that one, that one, and then um. Flash. Yeah, he's the last one for for the break. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's three, and then there's two. yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. Ooh, can Can I talk about something fun though? So yeah. I don't watch these. Okay, I tried, and I have put my my best foot forward. Okay. And sometimes Netflix subscriptions expire and it stops them, you know? <laughs> no one. Twice. I would react to it. Then next thing I knew, I couldn't do that because it was gone. Then I was like, 
three-fourths of the way, getting ready to get to the good stuff. And Zachary's like, eh, sorry, it's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> Side point, not here. Um, I did watch the trailer, though, for season five of Legends of Tomorrow, which is a TV show I've only seen clips of and I've really enjoyed. I really do think that would be my TV show. That you and Legends would go so well together. I won't watch it, but I would be so confused. No, you wouldn't. I think people I think people are, are misunderstand the legends part of this. It just takes characters from the shows and puts them together. You don't have to watch any of the other shows. Characters because you go to because you grow to love those characters within the legends team. You have you, you have no nothing with their past. They reference their shows, but not enough where you go, man, I wish I would know what we're talking about. They're more in their own thing together. Like I think you and Ray Palmer would be a great team. I have no idea what that even means, but okay, sure. You would love. I, I, I honestly think if you started Legends from the beginning and, and just watched it, I think you would love Legends of Tomorrow. I really think you would. I really personally do believe so too. And every time I see something more for it, I'm just like, why am I not watching this stupid TV show? Wasn't the trailer for season five so good? It was amazing. It's so cool. It was so funny, and I was like, this just looks like a good time. It's like, a great, it it's a great comedy. Good time. It's an absolute fantastic comedy with some great heartstring moments, but it's a great comedy. Because it's like, I mean, I did watch that one scene. I don't want to give any spoilers for anybody who's never seen a TV show, but you know the scene I'm talking about. We watched yeah. it together. It's still a scene that I think about constantly. The visual effects in that scene are so good. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, they pay way too much money. And I know it's like one of their lowest TV shows too, which really shows you how much commitment CW truly has to all this Arrowverse. Well, it's it, it's not it's not commitment to the Arrowverse; it's commitment to Guggenheim, and how much and, and Berlanti and how much trust they have in both of them. Why do you think Berlanti is working on Green Lantern for HBO Max? They trust him. At well, this point, well, is there anything else? I don't think so. Not yet. At least. Because tomorrow is big Wonder Woman Day. There'll be a big announcement tomorrow. We'll cover that probably at some We get our trailer tomorrow, don't we? We do get our trailer tomorrow. Her teaser just dropped tomorrow. How do you feel about that? Are you are you excited or nervous? Zachary, I've been wanting it since like June. So I'm very excited. But I do have to say my anticipation and expectations are way higher than they would have been in June. So uh -huh. that's suck for them. Yeah. Because personally, I would have wished I would have saw it last month. Because I was supposed to see this movie last month. Yeah. And we all can agree, and they could agree, that um, it should have came out then. I completely agree it should have come out then. Or at least they should have started the promotion for the movie a lot sooner than December. Oh, yeah. crap. I forgot he's in that movie. I forgot he's in Ghostbusters. Who? Paul Rudd. How did you forget that? I haven't kept, I haven't kept up with it, okay? Wow. We had a whole ooh Ghostbusters. We talked about Ghostbusters. Better write that down. And I'll be there when the trailer when the trailer debuts on Monday, so we can do a reaction together. Speaking of reactions, because if I tell the world that it's going to happen, um, I then it will probably happen, and so you know that means I actually have to edit things. Yeah, fun for me. I actually have a very big reaction coming out relatively soon. Um, which I'm very excited. I don't want to give it away, but it will be coming out very soon. A very then, good reaction. Oh, shut up, Zachary. And then we also 
and then I have another one. But Zachary and I will also have one that'll be coming out probably towards Christmas time. He doesn't know yet. It's fine. Um, I wasn't mentioned in that conversation. Not yet, but you will be. And now it's in the world, so you have to. It involves a clown, doesn't it? No, I'm not gonna do it. I that's a good idea, but it requires way too much back. Like it's not not happening. Don't I need my other half if we're gonna do that. <laughs> you are gonna watch that though. But without further ado, guys, I think that brings us to the end of it's at seven. Oh, it's it's because it's the next day, it's 12:16. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> Where did the six go? Well, it left. That's what happened. <laughs> so. Where'd the six go? <laughs> So, guys, if you enjoyed this, do you want the fun YouTube things? But, Zachary, do you want to talk about people who are listening to us on many different platforms? Because we're on, like, 12. Go Make right sure, Make sure to like, rate, subscribe, comment, put, oh. hit the heart. Let us know that you're enjoying the podcast on whatever you guys listen to. We see you there. Hi. In many so, other forms. Kind of creepy uh when you think about that um okay but sure sure we all podcast down here um well guys if you enjoy yeah, what he said do all those fun things and we're on several different you know like you're watching us on youtube but you want to listen to us you totally can we're on like I said, you probably can find us on the platform that you like using for podcasts. I'm sure we're there. We're we can probably be- under a rock. Probably. There's a lot of you guys that listen, though, underneath that rock. So thank you for finding us and making us your home. Like a hermit crab. We tried. We did. All right. Well, we will see you guys all. Actually, we might see you guys again later on this week. Um, like I said, we have yet to see what we're doing for Golden Globe. Golden Globe. So we'll debate and see. Um, I feel like we'll probably make a bonus episode at some point for it. Just because and, uh, and and if I'm correct, if we do anything for the Golden Globe, it'll be exclusively on Spotify and all that. It won't be a video video. Yes, it will just be complete talking about the Golden Globes. There is no going to be videos or anything like that um, for Golden. And that's how it's going to be for every. I think that's how we're going to do the whole awards for movies in general. Just because it's so much easier just to talk about in general. And then, you know, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So there will be no video for it if we do post a bonus video. Um, I mean, a bonus podcast. You do have to go find us to go find us on your your, your platform. I'm very aggressive there. I'm sorry, but it's true. Without further ado, we're going to end this, though. What? Nothing we'll talk about after the show. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>